this World Series Futures edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use a promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Tuesday, the 3rd of October, and we are here to have a look at the World Series. Um, the playoffs are around about three hours old, um, but the World Series lines are still out there. Um, and we're going to give out our thoughts, um, pros and cons for each team, and then hopefully um, make some picks as well. Joining me is Mr. Scott Reichel. Hey, Scott, how are you? Yeah, doing pretty well. I've been a bit distracted. Uh, I'm assuming you've been the same way, where even though baseball was going on, we might have been focused on another sport. Well, there's been all sorts of things going on. I mean, I, I would pre-warn people, if you're going to listen to this show or join live or whatever, you might want to put some oven gloves on. You might want to put a flame retardant suit on. Get in the fridge. Get in the freezer. It seems to me, Scott, the entire network is red hot uh, and it's trickling down. It's trickling down from you had a you had a winner tonight, didn't you? In the football, like a, a ten to one parley. I did. It was a little uh, prop that's available. I had a goal scorer and who would assist the goal. So I had Gabriel Jesus with Saka assisting, and that was a ten to one. Um, I knew Barry would be alone because Barry has absolutely smashed the daylights out of the Champions League tonight um, and the Premier League. Barry gave out three plays. Um, they all hit, including Galatasaray to beat Manchester United, which A, was very funny, but B, cashed at 6-1. to one. Uh, Barry's three players hit at 64-1 to one tonight. Um, yeah, I had a couple of winners. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, coming off the back of Scott, um, I don't mind mentioning this for the second night running, uh, in Moonaf's Pick'em contest, I went 15-1 straight up this weekend, Scott. Yeah, what do you tell me about that? I'm very impressed by that. I'm, I, I now I have to ask. Unfortunately, what was the one game you got wrong? Okay, right. I will. Uh, I will PayPal you fifty dollars if you can guess that right. Uh, am I allowed to pull up the actual? You're not game? allowed to pull up anything. You're, you're allowed. Anything. Okay. You're allowed five seconds to answer the question. I'm trying to remember who played Steelers. The Miami Dolphins was the Damn. answer. Took the Dolphins at the Bills, which in hindsight. Um, I was trying to be a bit cute, but 15 and 1, I am over the moon with. Yeah, and then football, and then the baseball started tonight. I took Texas at plus 130, gave it out on last night's show. I took Minnesota, a team total over three and a half, and they do have three runs um, so far. So I'll be that'll be a bad beat if that one gets turned over. Um, so yeah, everything looks good. So yeah, what we'll do tonight, Scott, is we'll just have a nose around um, all of the. Playoff teams and see who we like, who we don't like, why we like them. Um, but yeah, the wild card game started tonight. I was getting strong opening day vibes. Me and Dylan said last night that we've kind of waited a couple of weeks for this now. There's been so many dead rubbers 
there wasn't too much going on. Obviously, Houston and Texas um, were still clarting about trying to get in. The Cubs were hanging around and the D-backs and the Reds. But we've been waiting a couple of weeks for this and it was nice, um, like I say, strong opening day vibes. So have you caught up with much baseball? The Texas-Tampa game's already in the books. Uh, well, Tampa didn't show up, so that's kind of how it goes. They didn't score a single run in the entire game. Props to Montgomery, though. Very good down the stretch, and yep. he showed up and dealt, and so did Chapman, so did the entire bullpen. So nice job by Texas. I'm annoyed by it because I had Texas to win the division at 4-1, to one, and I Ugh. saw them fall apart down the stretch. I did yeah. hedge in the final day of the season, so I did get some of it back, but still, that's rough. Anytime you see a team completely just no show a four game set against Seattle, and then they show up in the first playoff game and win four nothing, it does kind of sting a little bit. But nice job by them. Tampa no showed a home game, not a good showing by them at all. Yeah, well, I'm very live in this one. I took Texas at plus 130, but a part of my handicap here was for the series. I took Tampa to win 2-1 at plus 230, and I took Tampa to win from behind at 11-2, plus 550. Um, so, wait, how did, wait, how did you get 11-2 on them? It's only two out of three. How did you get that much better odds for them to win from behind? You mean today's uh, game, or do you mean in the series? No, this, we gave this out on yesterday's show. I'm saying to win from behind, though, but those odds are well apart from each other. How did, how did that happen? Well, yeah, because obviously Tampa can win 2-1. First two, they could lose game two. I get it. Okay. Yeah, so they, yeah, they can win, lose, win. Yeah. So they've, they've got two options, haven't they? Yeah. They can lose the first game. They can lose the second game. I, I didn't realize yeah. that, yeah, one of them involves Tampa having to lose game one, the other yes. them losing game one or two. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so there you go. And yeah, handicapped um, Montgomery uh, to within an inch of his life. And yeah, he, well, he, he pitched well tonight and... Um, he made that really good dive and catch from a, a little pop-up bunt. I don't know who it was. Was it Yandy Diaz, maybe? Um, who popped up a bunt in Montgomery, laid out down the first baseline to make a play. So, yeah, good effort from Texas. Um, to say Minnesota at the moment holding Toronto at arm's length in the three-zip in the bottom of the fifth inning uh, roundabout. And then we get the D-backs and the Brewers in a little while. Uh, we never actually mentioned last night the... The Brandon Woodruff news uh, that happened, I think, just about while we were broadcasting last night because myself and Dylan handicapped the Brewers as if Woodruff would be pitching. And then we got the news he's going to miss that. I mean, do, how much does that handicap them? Because obviously Arizona are kind of throwing their third pitcher first tonight with Brandon Fart and then Milwaukee. And then they get Gallon and Kelly. So the Brewers, I'm guessing, go Burns, Peralta, and then somebody else. So um, does that... Were you at all for, for Milwaukee, Scott? Were you on them in, in, in any case? I think once again, it, I don't want to say game one's a must-win game, but when you're looking at Kelly and Gallon showing up for two and three and you have Burns against Fod, you better win game one at home. That's all I'm going to say. It's a must-win game for Milwaukee here. I think it's going to matter in the grand scheme of things for later rounds. I still think Milwaukee gets by Arizona. The fact that Arizona for the past month has just no-showed every game offensively. They've been in the bottom of every single metric offensively for the last month. You saw them against Houston in the final series. They barely scored any runs that entire series. I think Milwaukee gets by, but I think it's going to matter a lot in the second round. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Arizona live. I mean, I took 
Well, they're alive um, now based on the pitching advantage they're going to have, but I have too many questions about Arizona's bats. They've been so non-existent yeah, oh, yeah. month that I just can't get behind it. Arizona are going to have to play a lot of small ball, which is okay, kind of short term, yeah. um, but it's not going to win you four consecutive series. It might get you over the line in a tight game. You might manufacture a winning run here and there, uh, but to win four consecutive series... Um, it, that's not going to get it done for you. Um, so, yeah, it's all about the World Series tonight, uh, and we'll get stuck into that. Um, I'll tell you first about game time, um, helping you get the tickets that you need for whatever you want to go and see, uh, completely stress-free. Um, buying tickets can be a right pain in the arse, but game time uh, is the fastest and easiest way to sort that out. Sports, music, comedy, theatre, killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Um, you've got flash deals, you've got last-minute tickets, you can get the seat view so you know exactly what your specy will be. Um, and the game time guarantee means um, they will credit you 110% of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. They'll have MLB playoff tickets on there, uh, so get involved. Go to uh, the game time app, create an account, use the code SJPN for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms apply. So create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So outright sent for the World Series. Obviously, things have changed already. The Tampa Bay Rays have uh, slidden out in price. Um, we'll, cover, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But starting at the top, the favourites here are Atlanta um, at a price of plus 260. And for me, Scott, this is the... The biggest separator um, between all the teams in all the aspects of the game, if you want to separate them by pitching, by bullpen, by defence, by base running, the biggest separator is the Atlanta offence. Um, they've got power and speed absolutely everywhere. I mean, it's possibly the best MLB offence ever. Uh, and that's the thing. So even if the other stuff isn't going as well, I mean, Strider and Freed, should both be okay, one and two. Charlie Morton will be back at some point. But even if things don't go brilliant, they'll still knock out a nine to six win because this offense is absolutely ridiculous. And like I say, that's the one thing for me that separates them from the pack more than any other category, any other team, uh, Scott. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you that Atlanta's offense might be the best of all time. However, the rotation, as you mentioned before, it's shaky because Strider is yeah. a very solid pitcher who occasionally gets blown up. We saw in the playoffs last year against Philly. You mentioned Morton, who's been injured. Freed hasn't exactly been that healthy recently either. So there are some questions. Do you trust Elder in a playoff game? I don't know mm. if I trust him in a playoff game or not. It's tricky because, once again, the offense is great. They can win games by just outscoring teams. But usually in October, you need a good pitching staff. And I'm not sure that Atlanta has that. They should be the favorites. I see plus 310. I'm still going to pick okay. them. I can't go against them at plus 310. But yeah. I have to at least point out, if the bats even go cold for a game or two, they're up against it. Because I don't think they can win a pitcher's duel. I mean, it's just it's the it's the different kinds of ways they can do it. They can do it with power. We're going to talk about teams like the D-backs, who we've just said have to play a little bit of small ball. Um, the Brewers, who can be versatile and right after manufacture runs. Atlantic can win the game several different ways. They've got a little bit of everything. Um, you get Michael Harris down the bottom, who sets the table all over again when you think 
the Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, you might get him out. You get down to nine and you're, you're facing it again with Michael Harris. It, um, Marcelo Zuna has been ridiculously good. But um, there's no team in this. I found it quite easy to discount these teams, like quite a lot of them. In fact, I almost discounted all of them. I thought, well, that's not possible. Someone's got to win. Um, but there was quite, it, it, it was quite easy to pick holes in teams. Um, but of all of them, Atlanta is the most difficult one, I think. Um, you are being picky. If you're looking at Bryce Elder, yeah, he's had a few dodgy starts, but he's he's, he's no less worrisome than quite a few of the other um, SP3s who are going to be around the playoffs as well. But, yeah, well, yeah, that, think- was the point, that was the point I was going to say, was that Atlanta's rotation has some question marks, but as you go around the rest of the teams, particularly in the National League, you have the Brewers whose rotation now is suddenly in flux because Woodruff is out. You still have Burns, you still have Peralta, you still have some options. But Woodruff potentially not being available is massive. Philly's rotation is solid, but we've seen Nola have issues this season. There's been some concerns there. The Dodgers rotation, we can talk about separately. That's an absolute mess. Yeah. So Well, that's never going now. So the, Dodgers are, the, the Dodgers are second in at 4-1. to one. Um, I mean... I'm delighted with it, by the way, that extra half point you've given me on the Braves, Scott, um, plus 260. Uh, you're telling me you can see a plus 310, so I'm happy with that. But um, the Dodgers at 4-1, to one, how are you feeling about Ellie? I don't think they're good enough. I think that even though I do have to give credit to Freeman and Betts for being tremendous players, they're top 10 players in the league, I have too many questions about the pitching staff, and I've seen too many times – this team fall apart under Dave Roberts. The one time they got over the hump, it was a shortened 60-game season. Some people put an asterisk by it. Some people don't. The point is, after 162, this team has always fallen apart in the playoffs at one point or another, and now they have no rotation at all. You think about who they were supposed to have in the rotation when they were constructing the roster a year or two ago. You had yeah. Bauer in there. You had Bueller in there. You had Urias in there. And now you look up and you have Kershaw and what? You want to go Lance Lynn for a playoff start? You want to have fun with that option? Like you don't have anything in that rotation. It is a problem after Kershaw. And you're going to try to put duct tape on a serious wound. I have questions, not to mention the bullpen, which has been spotty at times. It's the pitching staff. I kind of teased Atlanta having issues just to segue into Atlanta. I mean, to segue into the Dodgers. Their issues are significantly more dire than the Atlanta pitching issues because you go through the Dodgers' projected rotation. It's a mess. Well, this afternoon, instead of looking at the Dodgers' projected rotation on fan graphs or something, I just filled up their entire roster on StatMuse. And what I was trying to do was put the rotation together myself, just going down the names. They're listed alphabetically. And I kept going down and I couldn't find them. I I found Clayton Kershaw. Right, okay, where's the SP2? And there was no, well, it can't be a race. And I keep going, and yeah, it is a race. And then it was Bobby Miller. I like Bobby Miller. Um, I think he's got a great future ahead of him. Um, But young lad in a playoff situation, certainly as your SP2 and then the race is your three. You've got a team ERA of 4.07. I think um, they should be roundabout plus 7.50. I think they should be nearly double in price. Um, obviously, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman are bulletproof. You cannot argue with that at all. The lineup is just about second in most batting categories um, behind the Braves, obviously. So that's fine. 
Um, it's not as deep, but Betts and Freeman will cause anyone problems. But yeah, you nail on the head. Um, that rotation just isn't good enough, I don't think, to for for a deep run. So yeah, uh, it's certainly not like three Lance Lynn. Is Lance Lynn their SP3? Well, that's it. I put Bobby Miller in because I looked at Lance and I, I thought, thought that was nah. the two. You and Miller is the two. I'm asking who's the three? Arias. I thought, or well, is, isn't he now with the team? I don't know. I thought oh, Arias got thrown he, off yeah, the team because he had his, his yeah. own situations. They didn't even have Arias. So Lance Lynn might be the three. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Like I said, I, was looking, I saw some names. I saw Ryan Pepiot. I saw some names it possibly be, but there wasn't. If you go down all the other rosters, the starters jump out at you. You think, yeah, I'll pick him, I'll pick him, I'll pick him. And with the Dodgers, I was just scrolling past names, though, thinking, no, it can't be, it I'm can't be. You said Urias, he's not even on the roster. Yeah, of course, yeah, I forgot all about that. He's, uh, yeah, shenanigans. Um, next up, plus 525, the Houston Astros. Um, one of the big things going in the Houston Astros' favour, Scott, is their playoff experience. You love it when I throw a trivia question at you, don't you? Um, how many playoff games have Houston played since 2015? Oh, what the? Okay. I'll give you three either way. That's a wild question. Okay, well, I'm trying to think. Seven games per series, they make it to the World Series all the damn time. So, <laughs> five. Okay, I'm doing the math. Because they, they also added the wild card series in there, which is two out of three. So that kind of throws a wrinkle into things. Yep. Um, I'm going to say it's how many they've won or played. Played. I'm going to go with 65. Ooh, 92. Okay, whatever. Okay. Huge okay. number. Um, Massive number, whatever. I tried. Yeah. So, playoff experience is not a problem for the Houston Astros. Um, and that experience plays. It's 100% worth something. Um, and they've got players back their second half of the season. As much as they stumbled along, um, they've got a lot of their key pieces back. Uh, players who all have missed time at various parts. Alvarez... Altuve, Brantley, he's not stellar, but he's important, I think, Bregman. Um, the bullpen is okay, but again, like the Dodgers, can the starting pitch and hold up? Um, they've only had four pitchers throw more than 100 innings this year, the Astros. The aren't bad, though. you got playoff Verlander, which is fine until the World Series, but he's usually good before that. Uh, yeah. you got, I mean, Javier was good in the season finale. I didn't trust him the entire season, but he had some moments. Of course, you had Valdez who threw a no-hitter, who's been a bit hit or miss, but mostly solid. Once again, you mentioned the first couple of rotations here with Atlanta and with the Dodgers, and we're going to mention some teams in the next couple of minutes. Houston's rotation is really not that bad compared to the rest of the teams in the playoff picture. That was the main takeaway that I had when I was looking through the rosters as we were getting ready for the playoffs. There's a lot of really bad starting pitchers that are going to be starting playoff games. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure about Javier. I was looking at Hunter Brown. I was looking at JP France. I mean, Valdez, you're right, is a, is suitable. I always sort of... It, it rushes up on me a little bit when these starting pitchers, whichever ones drop into the bullpen, like sort of the SP4, the SP5. We talked about Yusei Kikuchi last night um, for the Blue Jays, who's now going to be a, a, a reliever for this... Uh, for the playoffs. So if someone does get into trouble, you do kind of have options. So it, it changes things up a little bit. But again, I just don't know if their pitching can hold up. Uh, plus 525. I just wouldn't be interested, Scott, in, uh, back in the Houston Astros, you? 
Well, I gave out like several months ago the Braves versus the Astros in the World Series, so I'm not going to suddenly pivot off of it. Houston is the experienced team, and the Rangers and the Diamondbacks did the one thing you couldn't do, which is give this team the bye. They did yeah. not need the buy and the experience, and they somehow got it. So I think Houston's going to win the American League. I Once again, it's a wrestling phrase, but in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, and Houston keeps winning the American League. So I'm not going to pick another team because, especially at this point, Tampa was one of the home field teams in the wildcard series. They're down one nothing. Minnesota doesn't scare anybody. Who's, I mean, Baltimore, I'll take Houston in the series because they have the experience. I got to go with the Astros. Until a team beats Houston three out of five or four out of seven, I'm not going to assume a team's going to beat them three out of five or four out of seven. They've earned the benefit of the doubt. And I think as a result, I am going to pick them to win the American League. I mean, only two Fridays ago, myself and Lundy sat here and gave out Houston at 11 to one. Um, sort of double the price they are now. When they were struggling, we said they'll sneak in. And when they sneak in, holy shit, watch out, uh, 11 to 1. I know Lonte is quite excited about that ticket. Um, he's got his eye on some new sneakers, I think, with his winnings out with that one. Uh, Baltimore Orioles in at 6 to 1. And easy to root for, I think. Um, I've, I've enjoyed watching them. The, they're a pretty well rounded team, I would say. Uh, Baltimore, they've got Gunnar Henderson, Andy Rushman, Cedric Mullins, a lot of fun players. I mean, great seasons, Henderson and Rushman. And then the pitching, Rodriguez, Kyle Bradish has been great. So there are lots of positive pointers all season. I've got another question for you, Scott. Ooh. When was the last time? How many series since Baltimore was swept in a multi-game series? Wait, so you're asking me how many series Baltimore's played in since they've been swept? Since they were last swept, yeah. They won a series against the Yankees. I mean, I mean, they lost series in five to the Yankees. They, I think they won a game against Kansas City when Kansas City made it to the World Series that year. I'm trying to remember if they did win a game. I'm not sure if they did win a game. I think it's that series. I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City first World Series year. So No, I'm there. Like, this season and beyond, I mean, in regular season – a regular, I thought you meant playoff series. How many series they've yeah. been in since they've gotten swept? All baseball series. They haven't gotten swept since Rushman became the, the catcher. So that's got to be at least like, uh, what is that, like 50 series? 60? I don't know. It's been a lot. <laughs> um, it's 91, Scott, is the answer. Yeah, 91. Okay, whatever. Since Rushman Houston became the catcher, they have not gotten swept. I thought you meant the yeah, playoffs. Well, I misunderstood the question initially. Uh, Trev went for 80. Decent answer, Trev. You could have half a point. Trev claims that he didn't think our show would be on during the playoffs, and that's why he wasn't here yesterday. Uh, but I'm not buying it, Trev, and you shouldn't be selling it. It's not good enough. Um, yeah, so I think Baltimore are going to be in it, I think, is what we can say. Fangraphs have got them at a 5% chance of winning the World Series, which should be 20 to 1 if you're having a bet. They're in it well, 6 I, to I 1. Need the, I need the comparison there. You said 5%. What's Houston's percentage or these other teams? Um, I didn't write them all down. I, can, oh, okay. I don't. If I load fan graphs up on my laptop now, it's quite clunky with all the ad, everything. The whole national grid falls apart whenever I put fan graphs on me. Um, but what I did, I, I compared some of the odds available, and if they were egregious, I noted them down. Baltimore was egregious, um, and I think the Dodgers. When I said the Dodgers should be um, plus seven fifty, 
Um, that was kind of the same. But yeah, they're just not, the, the odds aren't reflective enough of their chances. I can't back them at six to one, but I do hope they go well, Scott. Yeah, I feel like Baltimore, once again, is kind of, I don't, I mentioned the Royals by coincidence. It's kind of similar in a way. You have a lot of homegrown talent that kind of came out of nowhere. They had a great overall team. Kansas City was different because they had to go through the wild card and they had the miracle comeback against Oakland with Lester and all that stuff. But still, the point is it's a lot of homegrown talent. And it's a lot of inexperienced youth players in the biggest moments of their baseball careers. That's the one thing that scares me. Now, the one thing working for them is home field advantage. They have home field throughout the American League, and they have home field against every team not named the Braves. So there is a chance that if the Braves get upset, maybe by Philly in the second round, the entire playoffs have to go through Baltimore. But my question for you is, do you think the inexperience in a seven-game series against Houston is going to show itself? Who would you pick in the seven games no. between Baltimore and Houston? I mean, I wouldn't put that much um, sway in it. But then again, this is one of those things, Scott, where because of my kind of lack of history, I'm a six or seven year watcher. Um, so I don't, that's the kind of thing that I would struggle with. Like, and I say, I always say when I'm handicapping MLB, I'm still learning. And that would be the kind of thing that I would rely on on you both. So you, you answer that for me because, I mean, is it. How much weight would you put on that? I think it matters to some degree. I think it's a little bit overstated, but I do think it definitely helps to be a part of the playoff atmosphere at some point in your careers before you just go in as one of the favorites to win the World Series. It's one thing if you're going to be a wild card team, you can win a couple games early, try to build some momentum. Baltimore's going from being one of the best teams in the league to just casually not playing for about a week and then they're yeah. supposed to just suddenly ramp it back up for the playoffs, that has me a bit concerned. Now, Atlanta, last year had a similar situation. They lost immediately to Philly after they had some time off, but they are doing some simulation games in practice to try to stay loose and fresh before the actual playoffs. I wonder how Baltimore's prepping with this much off time because we saw uh, in the past some teams that are inexperienced run with it, and some teams get scared of the moment. Baltimore should be capable of handling it, but in a seven-game series, I'm picking Houston. I don't know who you're picking in a seven-game series between the two teams. I think Houston finds a way. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll have to have a look. Uh, the, the Blue Jays are on the board in the top of the sixth. Uh, it's currently mid-sixth. The Twins lead that one. Three to one. Okay, uh, Underdog Fantasy um, has got a great way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long. Um, and Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. So go five for five in Pick'em Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout from now until October the 4th. Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to 500 bucks. Um, $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10k each. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, that's underdogfantasy.com. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays were 11 to 1 this afternoon when I handicapped them. Um, big drifters now, out to 18 to 1 after that defeat. I just noticed in the box score, they made four errors tonight. I bet they haven't made four errors in the last two months, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, they've put up four tonight. Um, 
I had a World Series ticket on them from the start of the season at 22 to 1. So I'm okay. I think their odds are pretty accurate. I do think they reflect the chances. Injuries have hit them hard, but haven't stopped them. They've slowed them down, but haven't stopped them. Tampa Bay hung in really well, actually. Um, they have a really strong bullpen. I like Fairbanks, Stevenson, Poachie, Armstrong. Um, Zach Littell might, if he's not the third starter, because he's been going okay, surprisingly. He might he'd be another one of those pitchers that could fit into a long relief role. Um, but the, the lineup really needs the key men to get going. And n- never was that more ably demonstrated than tonight. They got nothing. What's I mean, six hits. So they, they were only out at nine to six, which isn't agreed to put. It's just not enough. Tonight was perfect for me. Absolutely perfect. Took Texas, but I've got Tampa Bay to win 2-1. So that's kind of the hope I'm holding on to at the moment. But um, Tampa Bay, for you now, would that be uh, the in trouble? I have no interest in them. Uh, even when they okay. were the best team in the league, I believe I called them frauds about three months ago because I didn't trust anybody yes, in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they get shut out in their first playoff game. I'm not surprised. Now, the one thing that did surprise me was Texas responding well after punting that division. I thought there was a chance maybe yeah. it would roll over and they would struggle early on in a hostile environment. Then again, Tropicana barely sells out anyway, so I don't know how hostile the environment actually is, but Tampa's good in their home ballpark because it's a weird place to play with the dome and all that stuff. But still, I can't pick Tampa. I called them frauds months ago because this team can't hit. And I know that earlier in the year, they feasted on some weak competition, and you had the lows, all of them, perform well. Randy was good. He actually showed up today. He was the only guy who showed up. Yandy's pretty good. But besides that, besides the top two, three guys, I don't like anybody in this lineup. And we saw it once again in the opener. They can't hit. And I think in order to beat Houston or Baltimore, you're going to have to score some runs. And even the rotation, which is solid, it's not as good as it has been in years past. And I think that's even the bullpen hasn't been as good as it was in years past. But it's mostly the offense. I called this team out early in the year. I took a stand and said it's fraudulent, this team can't hit. And they came back down to earth, they lost the division, they got shut out in the first home playoff game. I'm not picking Tampa, they're not good enough in my opinion. So while we're talking about this series then, we'll stay on Texas. Um, the roundabout, they were 13-1, to 1. I assume they've been nipped in a little bit on the back of that tonight. Um, 10 to 1. Yeah, so there you are, so nipped in three points. Um, great, and I think the key was how are they going to react? I did have faith in Montgomery tonight. I thought he would go well, um, and he was absolutely outstanding. But they have, re- yeah, they have reacted well. But they've got some old heads in there as well. Sega, Simeon, um, are experienced baseball players. They've got some stud, uh, Adonis Garcia. The catcher, Jonah Hines, been great. We talked early in the season about people like um, Leo Di Tavares. And Ezekiel Duran, who had high batting averages right down the bottom. I mean, they were tied in home runs in the American League. It's just the pitching. Um, Montgomery's gone tonight. And then I think it, it's a problem. Yavaldi is still coming back from the injury. He's been really okay. Also since coming back from it. He got yeah. shelled by Seattle in that game they needed in that final series. Um, the pen shaky. And Texas have wobbled in clutch spots this year noticeably last week and noticeably on Sunday night. Um, so do you think they can get this done the rest of the series or um, will they go much further? 
The series, yes, because in terms of talent, their lineup is significantly better than Tampa's, which is why it's an interesting matchup. Because if Tampa's pitching staff isn't going to be as good as it has been in previous years, and the lineup, once again, which I criticized, is not going to hit, Texas can outscore anybody. They can go toe-to-toe on the right day with Atlanta, not on on a consistent basis, but they can score a bunch of runs. If Texas scores six runs in a game, I'm not sure Tampa can match them. So I do think Texas has a pretty decent shot to win this series. And I do think they have a shot to beat Baltimore. Would I pick them to beat Houston? No, because Houston buried them in the regular season. Houston owned that team. And I do think, once again, Texas's pitching and bullpen are going to be the Achilles heel that's going to undo their title hopes. Can I see them beating Baltimore? Yes, because they lost Batista. They don't have a closer either, and suddenly that gets interesting. But I do think for them to win the World Series, I'm not picking. For them to win the American League at plus 450, I can be persuaded, but they would pretty much need to avoid Houston because I do think that Houston would beat Texas in a seven-game series. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the head-to-head meetings were dominated by Houston. Houston owned them the entire regular season. Um, 12 to 1, really interesting team here. The Philadelphia Phillies, uh, they start tonight to talk to Miami. Um, now, I took Miami to win this wildcard series. Um, I just don't think, uh, my, my point was last night, if Philly could choose any team, I don't think they would choose Miami. I think they're going to struggle a bit with these uh, with this lefty one too. Uh, combination. So it's it's not an ideal matchup for Philadelphia. If Philly get through this series, I'd be much more inclined to take them. We saw last year they won the first six postseason games. They got really hot. They go to home. Um, it's boisterous. It's loud. That is a home advantage for them. Is real. You just talked about Tampa Bay where it isn't, uh, but definitely is here. Um, and they've got a really imposing roster of hitters. And not much weakness, capable starting pitching. The pen's quite deep. But you can say I took Miami uh, last night to to, uh, to beat them. So I won't be taking Philly in this spot. But if they do go through, then if there's a six or seven to one around, uh, then that's when I might get interested in Philly. Um, how are you feeling about Philadelphia, Scott? I actually like Philly a lot. Now, the yeah. one thing working for them is the fact that they beat Atlanta last year. So at Atlanta, as intimidating as this team is, Philly is not going to be afraid. Now, they might be outmatched. And we saw what happened in the last regular season meeting, uh, last regular season series. Every game had like 12 runs. I mean, it was just absolute chaos. It was just an offensive frenzy for both teams. That can work in Philly's favor. Because if neither team can pitch that well, Philly does have the better rotation than Atlanta, at least for a top two, top three which does work in their favor. Philly's been there before. They were a little bit short last year. Maybe they can get over the hump this time around. When I really wish they were not playing Atlanta in the second round. I'd rather them face off against Atlanta in the NLCS, which is kind of annoying. But I do think whoever wins that Phillies, Brewers, uh, that Phillies Brave series will beat the winner of the other NLDS series. In other words, the winner of the Phillies Brave Series is going to the World Series. I think there's value on Philly. I'll take Philly at the price. I like their team. They've been very good for the last two months. 
The rotation is good compared to the rest of the teams in the playoff picture. The bullpen can be a bit concerning, but you can say the same about a lot of these teams. I think Philly has a lot of the, I'd just say over, they check a lot of boxes for what I look for for World Series winning teams. I will take a flyer with Philly. I think they're the most appealing long shot on the board. Nice. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays are next up. They were at 15-1. to They are currently in play uh, 3-1 down in the top of the seventh. Um, I would say that they were the most similar to Philadelphia last year. Uh, they, they look capable of going on a streak. However, um, obviously this is an ideal situation. Potentially going one down here, having thrown uh, Kevin Gosman this afternoon. Because TB, um, the, the Blue Jays have turned into a pitching and defence team when they were never really meant to be. They were meant to be this sort of roster of young, explosive, vibrant hitters. And they're just really not anymore. And this match tonight actually kind of echoes it a little bit. Um, the bullpen, uh, Romano and the other, who else gets saves for them? They're anyway, they're the kings of the uncomfortable save. They I would say the back of that. occasion and some big roles. I don't like their bullpen. Uh, it's pretty yeah. well documented. Um, I've had them wrong all year. I've taken Minnesota to beat them. If anyone wanted to back Toronto, I could not put you off. I'd, all right, soon I understand why you would want to back them, but not for me. Um, see, I'm quite sweet on the Twins. We're going to get to them in a minute. Um, so, yeah, the Blue Jays wouldn't be for me. And, obviously, this was all before um, they were 3-1 down. 80% of the way through this game one, Scott. Yeah, for me, I am so anti-Toronto. I have no interest. They're one of those teams that I'm going to compare to Arizona. They got into the playoffs by just letting every other team around them self-destruct while they did nothing to actually secure their own spot. What did Toronto do? They had a series against Tampa, who basically had nothing to play for, and they lost the series but got in anyway because other teams lost around them. Like Toronto, I don't think is that good of a baseball team, and we've roasted them the entire year for constantly underachieving for the talent on this roster. And then shockingly, they no-show the first game against Minnesota in the playoffs. Now, they can, in theory, come back. We've seen Minnesota's bullpen blow bigger leads. But I don't trust anybody on Toronto's team to step up when needed. So I'm not picking them to do anything. I think they're going to lose to Minnesota. Um, yeah, so moving on to Minnesota. Minnesota are going to be my second player. Atlanta would be my first one. And Minnesota were going to be my second one. Again, this was all done uh, before this um, game kicked off. They just seem to be peaking at the right time here. They're healthy, um, which can't be the, uh, can't be said for everybody. And their rookies are performing well. Um, they were first in batting war in September. Um, I would have wanted a bit bigger than the 16-1. to 1. I was going to have a look around and see if I could find a 20-1. to 1. But... That will be gone now. The 16 to 1 might even not be around um, on the grounds that they're, they're winning this game at the moment. But I just, um, I like the pitching. We said last night that Lopez and Gray are both top 10 SPs by war. And then you can follow that up with what, Joe Ryan, Kent Maeda, Bailey Ober, all above average. A couple of them can drop into the pen, like we've just talked about. Um, and the, the bullpen's been much better lately. And I like Duran, but they've thrown in Thielbar and Louis Varland as well. Louis Varland, if you remember, we handicapped him a lot early in the season, mid-season as a starting pitcher. He's got into the pen. He's been absolutely lights out. Um, yeah, I'm all right with him. 
Sorry? I said Varlin threw two pitches tonight. He got out of the inning, and that was it. So, All right, okay. Well, he's uh, he's all going to be nice and fresh. Now, they obviously, they haven't won a playoff game since 2004. They might win one in the next 45 minutes or so. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sweet on uh, Minnesota. I took them to win the series, took them to win this game tonight, yeah. Um, and they'll be going in my, um, in my World Series portfolio, Scott. The main concern is that Minnesota is really bad on the road. So having the home yeah. series against Toronto definitely helps out. But once again, traveling to Houston, it's a really tough path for Minnesota because you have to play against Houston and then either against the Rangers or Baltimore. You can't dodge anybody. That's the problem. Even if you get past Houston, I'm not sure they're going to get past Baltimore or Texas. And they're really bad on the road. I get your angle. They've been in very good form. But I try to get the easiest path possible if I can. Yeah, That's a really tough back-to-back series if you get past Toronto in the first round. A road series against Houston and then a road series against... uh, Well, but it would be a road series against Baltimore. In theory, it would be a home series against Texas. So there's that. But probably Baltimore. I think I'm going to stay away from Minnesota because that's just a really tough ass to beat. Most likely Houston and Baltimore. That's really tough. Um, next in is uh, the Brewers. We touched on them a little bit earlier on when we were talking about Woods. Of out at eighteen to one, I think the odds are fair enough. Um, Milwaukee. They, I've got a feeling, Scott, they won't be making out your betting card. I am tempted by the draw that they got. Because they have a matchup against Arizona, which they should win. Then they face off against the Dodgers. Now, normally you'd pick the Dodgers to beat them because they've had a playoff success against the Brewers. It feels like they beat them all the time. However, with the lack of proper starting pitching that the Dodgers possess, it's doable. For me, I have the Dodgers winning in about five. So I see the... Brewers having a painful series of loss to the Dodgers, something that's happened before to them. The offense just isn't good enough for me. A lot of the teams that we're talking about are imperfect, but now Woodruff's going to be on the shelf potentially, and your team offensively is not that great. I have too many question marks. I think the Dodgers beat them. If you want to make a case for the Brewers, I'm not going to stop you because the pitching is that good. If Woodruff was healthy, I would make a case but he's not healthy, so I can't make a case. They've cobbled it together well enough to win a central, but that's a little bit different to, to moving forward in the playoffs here. They've got the best bullpen already in the majors, um, but they're way down in, so what, 22nd in runs scored. Um, I just I think Arizona are going to beat them. Um, mentioned last night about these Arizona. We'll have to go and be aggressive on the base paths. Wilson Contreras can't really throw out base runners. Um, Arizona Arizona won the season series four of six, so I don't mind Milwaukee at all. But I, and also I want Arizona to beat them. Um, I've got a mad sixty six to one ticket on the Diamondbacks, so I'll not be back in Milwaukee just because I've got Arizona uh, in my back pocket already. Um, Miami Marlins thirty five to one. You've got two postseason appearances in full seasons. And two World Series wins, Scott. So 100% record. Three for three, surely. Well, you said full seasons because they made the playoffs in the 60-game season and they beat the Cubs and then lost immediately after that. So I had them I had them at 500-1 to one that season for the World Series. I got a little bit, ex- not much, but just a little bit excited at 500-1. to one. 
Either way, point is they ended up – I think it was the Cubs they beat in the first round. They swept and they lost the second one. But the point is Miami is not a great baseball team. They got over the finish line because the Cubs imploded. And that's – I feel like people are going to forget about that implosion. That's an all-timer with the Cubs bullpen for the final couple weeks of the season. That one series against Atlanta was historic, how many massive leads they blew. But I don't think Miami's that good. The offense isn't great. Alcantara getting injured was massive. I know that he is not at a good year, but at least he gives you some options with the rotation. Still a decent set, a decent grouping, though, of Lazardo and Garrett, and you have a couple of people, but the offense isn't good enough, and that's really all there is to it for me. And you have to face off against Philly and then Atlanta. Good luck to you. You're going to need it. I don't think that they got a shot, so I'm going to pass on Miami. I've got them beating the Phillies. Um, I was a little bit no, no, that's it. <laughs> Beat the Philly, that'll do, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the, the throwing the two lefties, Lazardo and Garrett, against the Phillies makes them very live, and that'll do it. Um, and like I say, I made my little case for Arizona, who are the outsiders at the moment at 40 to 1. I've got a 66 to 1 ticket, so I don't need to top that up any. Um, but they're going to put pressure on um, the Brewers is what's going to happen in this series. Um, but how they're going to play will make it hard for them to win for consecutive series, Scott. Yeah, I I once again just think that the bracket is so important because they don't reseed. So you have to keep in mind of what the path projection is, assuming Chalk wins the other series. Miami probably has the most difficult path of anybody because you're looking at potentially the Phillies into the Braves, into the Dodgers, and then into the Astros or the Orioles, that's like almost impossible. Yeah, that's not ideal. Like I read out that path and you think Miami should be like 70 to 1. Yeah, yeah, I can't agree with you. Uh, Well, I think you're absolutely right. Um, So, all that being said then, Scott, that's every team looked at. I mean, is there any... There was, I couldn't find any other markets. There was no player props, anything I particularly like the look of. Have you got anything a bit fancier or are you strictly um, route one? There were markets that were up, but unfortunately they're all gone now. They're going to be posted after the game, so you can't yeah. get RBI leader, stuff like that. I saw like Albie's RBI leader was like 40 to 1 or something. Like Our World Series MVP was 40 to 1. There's a couple of you know long shot bets you can make in those markets. One prop I was tempted by was the most runs in one inning of the playoffs this season. It was on Caesars. Five and a half. Over was minus 125. And you want the over, yeah? I like the over. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a good bet. You you always get it because one starting pitcher just no-shows a start, and they get buried immediately. And next thing you know, it's 7-0 in the second inning. We see it every year. So that was one prop I took. Besides that, that was basically it. I think um, some variation of the team, or possibly I think everyone uh, might be here on Friday night. Uh, we're going to have a look at the divisional series, so we'll uh, so we'll throw out some silliness if we can find it. Um, so your your World Series bets, then Scott. In summary, uh, where's your money going? I got the Braves. Uh, obviously, I'm not going against the Braves. I got Houston because they've been there before, and I do think they are the team to beat in the AL until somebody beats them. So those are going to be my main two, and my flyer long shot will be on the Phillies, because I do think with them beating the Braves last year and with the rotation, they've been there before. They have a very solid lineup. 
they are my long shot pick at 13 to 1. Um, yeah, I'm with you on the Braves. Um, I love the fact you found me an extra half point plus 310 rather than the plus 260. I've already got Tampa at 22 to 1 and Arizona at 66s. So um, my final addition will be the Twins. Um, although, if you don't get this fourth run tonight, having touted myself as a virtual winner 48 minutes ago, um, we are no further forward in cashing that ticket. Um, so, but yeah, I like the Twins. Um, this is a good example of how they're going to advance and what they're going to be capable of uh, leading 3-1. to one. So yeah, the Twins at 16-1, probably be a little bit shorter if they win this uh, game tonight. But yeah, I think they'll go okay. So they will be, uh, they'll be my plays. And I think, Scott, we are done. Is there anything else um, that people need to know about? Uh, not really. You have any action for the games tonight that you want to just reiterate to the people? Um, so, well, yeah, I was, I, mean, I was all over the dogs. I've got um, the... Let me have a look. So you have Arizona and Miami tonight? Actually, yes. I, that's what I think will win. My picks were Arizona to win the game, plus 155. And actually, the first five under in the Miami-Philly game. Under four was a price of minus 105. Um, I think we like and hold the Marlins, but I do trust Lizardo, and I know Philly, um, they, they, the batting average is okay, um, but the counting numbers aren't great against these left-handed pitchers. So, yeah, that were, they were my plays first five. I've actually parlayed the two money lines. Um, I've parlayed Arizona and Miami, um, but my, my, my show picks were... The D-backs plus 155 in the first five under. Uh, do you have some action? Yeah, I got the Diamondbacks team total under three and a half. Just by how they've been performing offensively lately, Burns is on the mound, and Milwaukee's ballpen is six. So I do think if you're looking at Burns into uh, Williams closing, and you know you get, they're going to bridge it in between, but that bullpen is filthy. That pitching staff is great, and Arizona can't hit right now. So that was my main play. However, I did bet the under in all four games. Because it's playoff baseball, and you always yep. see rock fights early on. So far, I'm 1-0, and it's 3-1 in the seventh inning, or basically the eighth inning of that Twins game. Those unders look good so far, so hopefully it stays that way. Fantastic, yeah. So I think as it stands, Scott, yourself and Moonaf are going to be back tomorrow to have a look at the game two. Yes, um, but line. it's going to be at noon. Okay, so noon tomorrow, nice and early. Um, get these game twos. I am off to the Champions League tomorrow. Newcastle VPSG. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. My first Champions League game for 20 years uh, since Newcastle uh, had a game in the Champions League. So I'm going to have a few beers, go and mix with a few Parisians downtown, uh, see what's going on there. Um, so, yeah, I'll report back um, when I'm on the show Thursday or Friday. Thanks, Scott. That was fun. Thank you, everyone uh, who joined in. Good luck with all your playoff picks. Looking forward to watching an hour now. Uh, hopefully get this fourth Twins run. Um, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.